Welcome to Pathway to Faith with Bishop Steve Howe. Turn your expectations high as you receive the word from our man of God. Prepare yourself to hear a life-changing message. Let's tune in now. The title of my message is called Faith is an Act or Faith to Live By. For we live by faith. The Bible says, for the just shall live by faith and not by sight. For we walk by faith. We live by faith. We operate by faith. We receive our blessings by faith. We're saved by faith. We're delivered by faith. Glory to God. The blessings of God flow in our lives by faith. And so having said that, I want you to turn your Bibles just for a brief moment uh, to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. And we're going to get into Hebrews in just a moment. But, but I want you to see something because we've just ended the year 2020. And now we have begun a new year, 2021. And I don't want you to be moved by what you see or to be moved by what you hear, but to be moved by the word of God. Because in the natural, we change years from 2020 to 2021. And the devil would tell you that things are not going to change. He'll tell you, look around, ain't nothing changed. If anything is going to get worse. Well, it is going to get worse, but not for you. And not for me. We're not expecting the worst. We're expecting the best. And God is going to meet us at the level of our expectation. Now look at uh, 2 Timothy chapter uh, number 3. And let's start with verse number 1. I think it, 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 it uh, has great significance in where we are today and as we go forward in the year 2021. It says, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. One translation says uh, in, in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, one translation reads it this way. It says, you must face the fact that, listen, you must face the fact that the final age of this world is to be a time of trouble. L listen to it again. But know this, that in the last days, what about the last days? The, the, the days of apostasy. Uh, perilous times will come. And notice this, this translation that I read to you a moment ago. It says that you must and I must, we must face the fact that in this final age of this world in which we live, that there are going to be times of trouble. And we are facing times of trouble. But know this, that God's word has not changed. No matter how much trouble comes, God has promised to take care of his children. And so we take great comfort in that reality. Look at the next verse. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving. There'll be slanders without self-control, brutal, despisers of good. We are certainly living in a day and a time where people despise people who are endeavoring to do the right thing. Traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God. That in the last days, one of the signs is that people are going to be more engrossed in the love of pleasures than they are in lovers of God. And look at this last verse in chapter, verse number five. 
It says, in the last days, and I believe this is speaking to you and I, speaking to the church, that people are going to have a form of godliness, but denying its power, and from such people, turn away. So there's going to be a great apostasy in the last days, that there are going to be ministers who are going to call themselves ministers of God, but they are literally going to be called from, by Satan himself, who are going to draw people unto themselves, not unto God, but unto themselves. And the Bible declares that many will be led astray. But I charge you today to not lose confidence, no matter what is going on in the world. I want to encourage you not to lose confidence that you have in God, because your confidence and your faith in God, it has a great reward if you'll hold on. Having said that, now let's go to Hebrews chapter number three. As you can see, I'm, I'm in my library on this first Sunday of 2021, and I welcome you into my library. Uh, uh, I just want to thank you all. I want to thank all of the production team. We're just making some changes right now for just a season, but I just want to make sure not only that you're safe, but I want to make sure that the production team that have been laboring with me for almost a year now, uh, without being able to gather with the congregation, uh, just, I mean, twice a week, some I'm putting extended hours in, just doing everything that I would ask of them and more so we could bring the word to you every Sunday and every Wednesday. But because of the things that they're, you know, the scientists are saying, I just want to, not fear, but just walking in wisdom. I want to make sure that everybody's safe. And I've got the word out and declared and decreed that we'll not lose one soul not one soul to this coronavirus, this, this plague that has hit our nation. I, I declare that the blood of Jesus is covered and has covered and will continue to cover every member of Harvest Church, including our E-Church, that will not lose one soul to the glory of God. But I also believe that wisdom calls, and in that, I've made a decision for the next few services just to give our production team time to gather themselves and to strengthen themselves. And uh, so I'll do it this way for the next few services until the Lord tell me different. But no matter what way we do it, the word of God is powerful, it's anointed. And if you'll receive it, it will literally change your ever loving life. Go to Hebrews chapter three with me. Hebrews, Hebrews chapter three. And let's look together at verse number six. But Christ also... But Christ, as a son over his own house, look at this, verse 6, but Christ, talking about Jesus, as a son over his own house, whose house we are, oh, that's good news, it, whose house we are, if we hold fast, if, that means conditional, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm to the end, so the word of God, Paul is speaking to the church and he's telling us, even though perilous times are around us and things are, are, are happening uh, all around us, uh, to hold fast to our confession, to hold on to our faith in our God who cannot fail. Are, are you listening to me? He said, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing 
of hope firm in the end. So we're not just, we're not just having confidence in God, but we're rejoicing. Glory to God. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I made up my mind that I don't care what happens. I don't care what people say or do. I'm going to not allow anything to rob me of the joy that I have in my God. Amen. When I look at, the, at my life and how he has delivered me over and over, how he has brought me through, how he has brought me over every mountain, how he's taken me through every valley, how he has made a way for me out of no way. Do you have that testimony today where God has made a way for you when there seemed to be no way out in the natural, but the Lord delivered you over and over and over and over again? Well, the same God who delivered us in the past, he has not changed. He has not lost his power. And if he delivered us in 2020, he will deliver us and provide for us in the year 2021. So let us rejoice. And again, I say, let us rejoice because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we have a reason to be excited about God, that no matter what's going on in the world and no matter what is happening with their God, our God cannot fail. He's not a man that he would lie. If our God said it, amen, he's well able to bring it to pass. And he said when the enemy comes in like a flood, and he is coming in like a flood, but God said when he does, I will lift up a standard against him. And child of God, I want you to stand up and declare that God is lifting up a standard of protection and provision for your life. Glory be to Jesus. Notice that I'm saying some things out of my mouth because faith must be confessed. Faith must be confessed with the mouth. Faith must be confessed with the mouth. We have to confess it out of our mouths. And faith also has to be worked out in action. And that's why I charge you today that don't sit around and look depressed and discouraged and, and acting like you're down in the muddy grubs. Faith must be worked out. Amen. Faith is an act. Glory to God. You already have the victory. So stand up and declare it. Start talking like you got the victory already. Start walking like you got the victory already. Start looking like you have the victory already. Because faith is an act. And faith must be worked out in action. For faith without works is dead. And I've just shared with you one principle about faith that faith must be confessed. And then I share with you that faith has to be worked out with action. But there's a third application uh, when it comes to faith, and that is faith must be tested. And so we're saying that we trust God and that we have faith in God. But now our faith is being tested perhaps like never before. Our faith is being tested perhaps like never before. But true faith is acting like the Bible is true. True faith is just acting like the Bible is true. True faith is acting like the Bible is true. I'm going to say it again. True faith is acting like the Bible is true. You may not see what you want to see, but the word of God has already declared is yours. And because you are a person of faith, you act like it's already happened even before it's happened. You act like it's already manifested 
even before it's manifested because faith is acting like the Bible is true. Let's turn our Bibles to Romans chapter number one. Romans chapter, real quick, Romans chapter one, and look at verse number 17. Romans one, verse 17. Faith is acting like the Bible is true. Say that with me. Faith is acting like the Bible is true. Let's say it again. Faith, true Bible faith, the God kind of faith is acting like the Bible is true. You're in Romans chapter one. Look at verse number 17. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As is it written, as it is written, the just shall live how? The just, the justified. And we've been justified through Jesus Christ. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus right now. We are justified. And so the justified, the just shall live by faith. So we're not moved by what we see. We're not moved by what we hear. We're not moved by what we smell. We're not moved by what we taste. We're only moved by the word of God. For the just shall live by faith. Amen. And notice the just shall live by faith. It appears four times in scripture. Four times in scripture we hear this saying, the just shall live by faith. Now Habakkuk got the revelation. He was the first to get the revelation. God gave it to him, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of years ago before the church was ever born. Uh, in Habakkuk, I believe Habakkuk chapter 2. Uh, he says in verse 4, the just shall live by his faith. Habakkuk said, the just shall live, the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. It's spoken in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, it's spoken in Romans 1.17. We just read it. And then in uh, Galatians 3 and 11, it says the just shall live by faith. And then in Hebrews 10, you know it, 38, it says the just shall live by faith. And so as people of God, we're not moved by what we see. We may hear the news, but we're not moved by the news. We're only moved by this news. This is our CNN. This is our ABC. This is our CBS, the word of God. Amen. And we conduct ourselves according to the word of God. God has promised, and this is how we live. God has promised that no matter what comes, no matter what goes, that he will always provide for us. Let's go to John 10.10 and look at the provision of God that he has for the people of God. John chapter 10. Let me tone it down a little bit. I get excited, but I'm excited because 2021 is going to be an unexplainable year. In the midst of chaos in the world, God is going to be working supernatural for us and is going to get the attention of the whole world. Are you in John chapter 10? Look at verse 10. It says, the thief comes except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But look what Jesus said. He said, but I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. So God has promised provision for you. You got to believe that. And by faith, you have to receive that. That no matter what it looks like in the natural, God has promised 
provision for you in your house. I'm, I'm going to take that word right now for me in my house. God has pro promised provision for me in my house. He said the thief comes to kill, to steal and destroy. He said, but I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. So God has made provisions for you and I to enjoy the abundant life, even in the year 2021. And because he's provided, I think I'll enjoy it. Amen. Not only has he provided it, but he guaranteed the supply. He guaranteed the supply. I said he guaranteed the supply. Look at Philippians chapter 4. Let's go to Philippians chapter 4. He not only promised, but he guaranteed. Are you in Philippians chapter 4? Look at verse number 19. And look what he says. He says, and my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You, you got to believe this. You got to have to get a revelation that this is God talking to you. That this is God talking to you in your house. That no matter what's going on next door, no matter what's going on down the street, no matter what's going on around the corner, what, no matter what's happening in your neighborhood, that God has made a provision for you in your house. That he will supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Come on, you've got to receive that. Not has God made provision, not has God guaranteed a supply, but he has given unto us all things. The Bible says that God has given us unto us all things that pertain unto, unto godliness. Look, look at this. Let's go to Ephesians 1. Oh, my goodness. Ephesians chapter number 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Look at verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1. Look at verse number 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us, who has, who has blessed us, with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. L look at this again. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, not going to, not will, but has, past tense, meaning it's already done. What has he blessed us with? He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Whatever we need, God says, I've already provided it. And the way that we get it from the spiritual into the material is by engaging in this lifestyle, this walk of which I call faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not perceived with the senses. For without faith, it is impossible to please our God. But those who, be, who believe, they must believe that he is. They must believe what? That God exists. And if he does exist, all these things that he's promised, he's well able to bring them to pass in your life. Not only has he provided it, and we believe that, but he's provided it for you and for me. And in the year 2021, those things that we've been desiring of the Lord, this is a year of manifestation. This is a year of recovery. Everything that we lost, everything that was in divine delay, this is a year that everything is to break forth. We're going to pursue. We're going to overtake. Oh, glory to God. And we're going to recover all to the glory of God in 2021. Can somebody say amen to this truth? The Bible says in Psalms 84 that God 
with, would withhold no good thing from those who walk uprightly. Well, we understand it's conditional. So that means uh, all of these good things will never be withheld from us if we'll do what he tells us to do. If we'll say what he tells us to say, we'll go where he tells us to go. If we'll uh, have what he said we're supposed to have. The Bible says that God will withhold no good thing. And healing is a good thing. Yeah. Prosperity is a good thing. Yeah. Peace is a good thing. Yeah. Joy is a good thing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Favor is a good thing. Hallelujah. Grace is a good thing. Mercy is a good thing. And God said he will withhold no good thing from those who would walk uprightly and do what he commanded them to do. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, we're endeavoring to do a walk and walk a walk that is pleasing to God. And we walk, amen, a walk of faith because we lean not to our own understanding. But in all our ways, we acknowledge our God and he promised that he would lead us and that he would guide us, amen, to all truths that we might have the best that he has to offer. And so I want to declare to you, child of God, that God said he'll withhold no good thing from you. And I want you to know that God is not withholding any good thing from you. And anything that you're desiring that's a good thing, God says it's already yours and you're to take it by faith. Are you listening to me? And our trust today, our trust today in God is based upon his trustworthiness. Our faith and our trust in God today is based upon his trustworthiness. That just simply means we've, we have observed him enough. We have walked with him close enough. We have seen him in demonstration enough to know that whatever he says, his word is good. He's trustworthy. And what I love about uh, God being trustworthy is that when you trust God, it brings stability to your life. Trustworthiness uh, brings stability. And so while the world is in an uproar, we're stabilized. We're stabilized because we're trusting in a source that is invisible, but has visible manifestations. We're trusting God who's in the fourth dimension, but he's manifesting his goodness in the third dimension in and through our lives. And so we thank God that he's not only God, but he's a trustworthy God. He's a God who cannot fail. He's a God who will not fail. And he's the God who supplies all of our needs according to his riches in glory. The word of God says that the just, that's you and I, that we walk by faith and not by sight. And so in the year 2021, this is the year that we will no longer allow our lives to be shattered, unstable inconsistent because we have allowed something that we have seen to, uh, to rattle our focus. Uh, we, this is a year that no matter what people are saying or doing, it won't, it won't cause our equilibrium to get off, off center. We're going to stay focused on God because he has proven that he's a God that we can trust, that he's a trustworthy God. He's an almighty God. He's an all powerful God. 
He's the God who's the wheel in the middle of the wheel. There's nothing he can't do. There's nothing he can't supply. He's on the mountain, and he's also in the valley. He, he's not only the God outside the furnace, but he's the God in the furnace. Are you listening to me? So no matter where you are, God wants you to know today that he's there. And if he's there, you're going to be provided for. And if you're in a furnace today, I want you to know that you're going to come out just like the Hebrew boy. And you're going to come out and you're not even going to smell like smoke. This is the year 2021. This is your year of recovery. Amen. This is your year of stability. And God is stabilizing your life. God is stabilizing your family. God is stabilizing your business. God is stabilizing your community. God is stabilizing those things that are dear and that, that, are, that are connected to you. Because this is your year. This is a year where you will pursue, where you will overtake, and where you will recover all to the glory of God. And so, people of God, I declare today that we're people of faith. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We trust God no matter what it looks like. Victory is ours on every in, in every situation and on every hand. And so I want you to be encouraged today that whatever needs to be changed is going to change because you are a person of faith. We're saved by faith. We're healed by faith. We're delivered by faith. And get this child of God, we are saved by faith. For in the kingdom of God, we receive everything in his kingdom and we do it by faith. Every spiritual blessing, God says it's yours. And it's your challenge today is to take everything that you need that God has provided and you do it by faith. God bless you. I love you so much. Tune in next week at the same time. We'll be coming before you. Amen. With a word from the Lord, I pray that will encourage your heart. Don't forget the just shall live by faith. Wow. What an amazing message. Thank you for listening to our Pathway to Faith broadcast. If you're ever in the Kansas City metro area, join Bishop and Dr. Howe at Harvest Church International Outreach, 4300 North Corrington Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, 64117. Or catch our services live online at www.harvestchurchkc.org. Be blessed.